Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. We have an amazing guest, actor Jamar Michael, currently playing the role of Al on Dear White People. Come on on and let's hang out. Jamar. What's up? <laughs> it's so good, good to see, see you. <laughs> no, I haven't seen you since scene study class when then all of a sudden like, oh yeah, I, I have this call back. I'm gonna test for this thing. And, and then there you were, you were gone and off and running. I had to go film. <laughs> So amazing. So, you know, this is a give back. So I want to talk to you about a little bit on your process of how all that came to pass, because I don't think, well, we can talk about what your resume was like ahead of time, but how all of a sudden you got this, you, you know, you nailed it, your nerves didn't take over and you closed the deal. So tell us about that little bit of a journey, would you? Um, yeah, of course. So I actually did the movie. The series started as a movie that filmed in Minneapolis, which is my hometown. So um, I actually auditioned for Reggie, which is uh, one of the other lead characters. And for my director goes, for shits and giggles, can you read this role? Which was at the time, his name was Dreads. Then wow. it turned into Al. Okay. So Fast forward to 2014, I moved to California. That filmed in 2013, it comes out. Then I hear from my director, hey, we're gonna make it into a show. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, during that time, those two years, I was working at Shake Shack. I, I worked at a coffee shop. Yeah. I was in class. Like, I, just because he said there was a show coming did not mean I had a job months later. So once it, once it finally came to time to film and the, and the series was written is when he finally came back and was like, okay, I need you to audition. I'm like, I thought you said I was in it. <laughs> but he was like, no, nope, you still got to audition and go through the process. Um, he was very adamant about having Let those. me ask you that. Let me ask you about that because, see, you could have sabotaged that by taking it personally and like feeling... Like that little bit of like, that's so rude that I now have to audition for the role I already played. So <laughs> really didn't like I'm that rude for me anyways. Cause I was just like, you know what? He was just like, he, he was adamant about wanting us to like go through the process and to okay. experience it because a lot of us hadn't just moved here. So he wanted us to like get the whole experience with it. Even so though felt like <laughs> felt like you already had it, but he just wanted you to go through it. I'm just saying, if he suggested to you, oh, now you have to audition, like mm. not him being rude, but you feeling like a little rejected. Like, why don't I have the part? What's nice. happening? Because a lot of actors, you can take that the wrong way and then you can mentally mm. sabotage it for yourself and then get tight in your audition and then end up not getting the role. Absolutely. I mean, I, I agree. I, I have done that on on a couple auditions where I was like, yeah, I got this, get in there. And they're like, mm -mm, can you try something? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you do. What was your, were you just super excited? And did you, were, did you have any work under your belt besides the movie and getting it where you were living? Because you certainly weren't living in LA. No, um, I had done some professional theater. Like I was in musical theater back home. So I did commercial work on camera more so than when I got out here where I got to do actual theatrical work. Mm -hmm. so moving out here was, was the move <laughs> to get the kind of training that I wanted under my belt and to, yeah. you know, get the, get the on-camera experience that I was really looking for. So take us on that path. So you where, where were you from again, you just said? I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, so you're in Minneapolis. You get this film. You do it. Yeah. 
you end up after the film, did you say to yourself, okay, this is it. Now I have to move to LA. What was your process and what was your path? What happened? Actually, because it was an indie film that just, we just filmed it. And then I had to go back to regular life. Mm -hmm. I went back to working at LA Fitness. I was working at a restaurant. And then I actually did my first professional musical theater show. I did cabaret back home. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then that's when I found out that the movie went to Sundance. And then from Sundance got picked up by Lionsgate. So that's how we got the whole release going. And then the Netflix caught wind and wanted to pick it up. So have you been having the greatest time? I have. Um, it's been... It's been a lot of like ups and downs because you like you learn things like your first year, like it's just like the most exciting time ever is like the first season. You're like, oh my God, we on set. This is crazy. Ah! <laughs> but like then like as the series go on, you like learn how other things work. You learn about like negotiating. Um, we learn like we we got to a point in our season three where we all banded together to try to get um, like us recurring guests a little a little bump because oh, yes. you know we wanted the, our our series regs. We were treated as though we were like series regs on set, but also weren't really getting the pay. So like our all of us like kind of grouped together to like try and get us a little pay raise, and it worked. So. <laughs> Unity always does work. Yeah, yeah learned a lot. Um, it's really cool just being able to like work with different directors. That's one of my favorite things that I've gotten to do on set was to see how different people work. Like oh. that's the coolest things that I find is when I get to work with someone different. I'm like, oh, okay. I see, I see what you're doing and I like it. <laughs> that's interesting though. That's interesting. I kind of want to talk about that because uh, what actors need to know is a writer's medium. The executive producers have the control and directors mm -hmm. are hired every week as a different director. So mm -hmm. they're coming into your group. So they have to maneuver. That's a lot of energy in itself. But so as an actor, how did you feel? Did you feel just open to everyone's suggestions because did they work with you differently? Did, did Was some directors more hands-on on the emotional and was some just hit your mark um so for me like we've had some directors who just allow us because they're the guests that they like you guys know your characters I have a vision of how like the pacing could go so like um I've had some where they're more like about the pacing where there's other ones who are more so about the shot and the, the the vulnerability like for example like Barry Jenkins is very very specific and he knows what he wants and um he will work it until he gets it mm -hmm. so like when we used to film like episode five of season one uh the big climax scene where Reggie gets a gun pulled on him that scene was very specific and it was very specifically choreographed and he had a vision of how he wanted it to look and how he wanted it to go. And we did it multiple times and we had a lot of rehearsal before we filmed it. So it's, it's always like interesting to see like when directors get episodes, what they see as opposed to like, you know, how some will just, you know, come to, you know, move the story along. There's other ones who are like very creative and hands-on and like really try to like, 
visualize this as you know the big the bigger picture i guess if you if you yeah, but that's interesting because it makes you learn so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what i'm saying I, that's why i love working with so many different people because it's like you get so many little nuggets that you you would only really get when you're on set how have you changed as an actor how have you feel like being on the show for what four years has has it grounded you has it empowered you has it made you just so much more secure in who you are? I would say it's all of that, to be honest. Um, being able to trust myself and trust what I'm doing yeah. is the right choice. You know, because I feel like, you know, before when I wasn't really working, it was all, I was always second guessing, like, is that the right choice? Mm-hmm. Is, is that does this work or you know not trusting my gut always second guessing myself where with this show they've had me do so many like outlandish things that I've just learned to just let everything go and have fun like it's really crazy how like simple like when we're in class you're like have fun (laughs) it's really so simple and it's like it's when I've gotten to the point where I don't I don't really question, am I supposed to be doing this anymore? It's more so of, this is my passion. And like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I found so much, so much more joy in it, freeing myself of all of my negative thoughts of, of, what I think I, uh, the character should be doing or like, you know, surprisingly just yesterday when we were filming, I was su- on paper, it says I was supposed to do one thing. Mm. And I, 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 I physically just couldn't do it. I just, I didn't know how my mechanics and my legs wouldn't work to do it. <laughs> but what I substituted it with was 10 times better. And everybody was just, it, they were they were more elated than what was on paper. So it was That's- really just letting myself go and trusting myself because I'm an actor. Like this is what I do. It's not we don't like. I feel like people are, like before they work are like I'm an aspiring actor. It's like no, you're an actor. Like have fun. Like enjoy this because you know you're gonna have times when you're not gonna work. So <laughs> enjoy it while you can. <laughs> thing is the trick is is that you have to have fun but you also have to layer up the inside soulfulness of that character secrets and sexuality and and then you can have all the fun so i just want people to think that it's just fun because there's a lot of and just have fun but their work is vague right right you just, you definitely have to do, do your due diligence and do your research and, you know, make like, for me, I had to, I had to come up with a lot of my own character choices because on paper it didn't have as much. So right. like to make, I had to make specific choices just for myself as the actor to go into a scene to be like, this is what they have me doing on paper, but why would I do this? Mm-hmm. You know? And like, you may not, there are times where you can have be on set and, discuss with the director um what you think is going on or like with one of the producers or writers um but sometimes you're just they're moving along and you kind of just have to figure it out for yourself and so that's what that's when your training comes in 
yeah it's definitely when you gotta do uh do the do the heavy lifting <laughs> well i have to say because i haven't seen you in so long that you seem like a much happier person thank you a much thank more you. vulnerable open yeah I person. I, well obviously you feel that way because it resonates through you can't fake that shit you cannot fake it you, know what I mean? you may think you can but you can't no <laughs> you can't <laughs> so so what's happening now is it going to be over this is the last season how are you feeling um it's, it's Collie. are you going to sing for us okay i'll just sidetrack and just have you sing <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. We are singing, we're singing this uh this season so it's a musical so we are we are singing a little bit <laughs> oh you know i'm gonna have you sing something now but how are you feeling how are you feeling about that's four years of your life right that is maybe even more because of the the film so it's like eight so it's bittersweet because i i am excited finally i was honestly terrified yeah because or we started I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm scared I don't have another job lined up but I've finally gotten to a place where I'm just excited to see where the universe is gonna take me because I really believe that whatever job out there is for me is gonna be for me Mm -hmm. and you know I fully believe in myself and I fully believe in my craft that you know I'm I'm gonna have another job this isn't (laughs) So now you have all this, you know, substance of creating this character, being in that world for so many years. You have your craft under your belt. You've yes. explored it even more, not being in class, by being and doing the real thing. Mm-hmm. So you're now you're super, super ready. Mm-hmm. So negative talk will tell you, oh my God, what am I going to do? But yeah. stay positive as I promote the positive path for actors. Nope. stay in there what happens tomorrow you bring it to you you bring that energy to you don't you agree yeah I, I do i really do it's it's a it's a freeing feeling i love it it's, yeah. uh, it's just like wow i'm like i'm it's like i i get so wrapped up and like i feel not like that i finally made it but like into a place yeah. where i feel safe and i feel you know, vul- like feel okay to be vulnerable yeah. and being like, no, like, yes, it's, it's great. Feeling, so right now you're feeling positive and melancholy and excited yeah. for the next chapter, whatever that is, mm-hmm. whatever that's going to be. How many more episodes are left? So we have, let's see, it's been block scheduling. So we've been doing two at a time. So I want to say we're down of like the last two, but mm-hmm. we, we have little pieces from other episodes. So we're like piecing together like three or four episodes at a time right now. <laughs> it's for other actors that are new to shows. So you're piecing together pieces. So when you shoot mm-hmm. the episode and you have to come back to something else, how do you yeah. prepare that? Or do you know it so well that it's just so smooth now? It doesn't matter. I think at this point, it's pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, because before we would shoot in chronological order. So I, I think with us being in the fourth season doing block shooting, uh, it's a lot easier um, because we know our characters, we know our history, we've done our research on you know, what our background is for our characters and stuff like that. And, and then how it's evolved. And so all yeah. the relationships are really evolved. But what does it mean for people listening, a block schedule? Explain. 
So a block schedule is um, we're shooting two episodes at a time. So there could be days where we're going to shoot scenes from one, and then we could also shoot scenes from episode two. So you kind of have to be aware of both episodes and where your character lands and for what we're shooting that day. Because sometimes, most of the time, it's out of order. You're going to film some stuff on location, and you're going to film some stuff on set. So it's it, you got to really just know your character's arc and where you are in the story. <laughs> well, guess what? All that training has paid off because that's easy now. That's easy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when actors are just starting, it's not second nature and you have to right. train yourself and then mm-hmm. it just becomes a fluid, a fluid dance. Mm-hmm. It does feel a little overwhelming at times because of like the emails and all the, the, the back and forth that you get from everybody working on set. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you're just there to do your job and it's not as it, it won't be as overwhelming as it seems <laughs> when you make it overwhelming and you know that so how do you deal with that are you a yoga person do you breathe do you exercise how do you take care of yourself mentally and physically i i love to exercise so yeah. i i love exercising i love going i have a dog now so i, I we go on walks we go on <laughs> Uh, I've recently gotten back into meditating, surprisingly. Uh, There's a, thanks to Netflix, there's a Headspace uh, show about meditation that I recently just got into and was like, I need to use this more. This is (laughs) great. (laughs) And you know what? You don't think it is until you even just take the five minutes of breathing. Exactly. Exactly. It just... It just makes you feel grounded and centered. And I think being grounded and centered for actors is so important to close the deal on any role, even if you're playing the most neurotic person in the world. You've mm-hmm. got to be grounded. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So some inspirational things you'd like to tell actors out there, how your journey you know, has helped you to come to where you are now and what they can be doing to take care of themselves as well. Honestly, one of the things that I've had to tell myself over and over and over again is to trust the struggle. Mm. Uh, For me, it's like, I've always had like my mind, my goal set in mind. And, you know, one of my co-stars, Ashley Blaine, she, she does manifest boards. So I've, I've, I've adapted that Uh, every year. I'll make a manifest board of things that I want for the year. And surprisingly, the first time I did it was last year and everything I put on the board pretty much came to fruition. Isn't that so weird? It's like a, it's like um, a manifestation board, but it's like a, um, what do I call it in the classes? Uh, I'm just blanking on the name of it. What do we call it? Oh, geez. But it has another name, but yes. Yeah. Why does that happen? It's so crazy. I don't know what it is, but when you can ask the universe for something that you really believe is tangible, I don't know what kind of magic that is, but it'd be working. It comes your way, but you also have to do necessary steps towards Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. It's not just like a wish list. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you have to be active towards your goals. You have to, you have to also, I would say, be pretty realistic with your goals on what you think you can achieve. Because, you know, I could, I could sit here and ask the universe, yes, universe, I'd like $10 million. We would all love that. But yeah. like, 
you have to still be somewhat realistic with like the goals that you want to achieve and whether that, you know, five-year goal, okay, we can get to this five-year goal, but what are the steps going to be to get there, you know, until now? But, you know, that's why I say like, trust the struggle. Like if you have a goal in mind, I truly believe that you can achieve it as long as you stay focused and, you know, make those steps to get there and to not, uh, one of the things for me that I always try not to do is don't compare yourself to other people and oh, their success. Yeah. Yep. It, it is going to be the death of you. Totally. We're good. There's going to be jobs. There's jobs every day. The entertainment industry is not going anywhere. I have to remind myself this daily. <laughs> but what does it do to despair and compare? It only depletes your self-worth and your self-worth goes into that universe. I know we're mm-hmm. talking like a universal conversation, but it's real. It's true. And then yeah. just anything that's supposed to come your way. Plus, it just makes you sad to do that. It does. Just, it does. <laughs> you're you and every actor who, what you're doing is you, your money is yourself. So you yes. can be anybody else. It's you okay to be admire. selfish. And you can admire see. people's careers. Yeah. yeah. You can learn from other people's careers. Absolutely. You watch the work of other people's careers, mm-hmm. but don't compare it. Yes, 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 yes. Because it's so easy, but please, if you can, don't. <laughs> Can we address um, how you got your wonderful team that you have um, and how you went about it just for newer actors who are listening? So it might give them a little inspiration. Yeah. So for me, I was actually really lucky because I I met Lena Waith before she was Lena Waith. Um, So uh, she actually was one of the producers on Dear White People, the movie. So I got a contact from her for a manager that she knew who had just moved here from New York um, and had just joined Authentic's team. So I had met with him and we had like a little, like little lunch powwow and we just clicked. So I got my, I actually got a manager first. Mm -hmm. And from there, we just, we started to figure out, we wanted to figure out what I would be successful at. So Mm -hmm. When I first signed with him, I was super busy doing everything. Like he was throwing me every type of audition in the book just to see what would land. And we started doing really well. Noticed that comedy was kind of being where I was more picked up. I was, you know, got put on hold for Modern Family and like a couple other things. And then um, the show came. So then I was a comedy guy. <laughs> so then doing that, I just... I just recently got my agent uh, because I think for me, I, I kind of, I really want to transfer into like drama mm-hmm. uh, more so after. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. If you can do comedy, you can definitely do drama. Yes. If you can do drama, you might not be able to do comedy. So you've already cleared the way to be <laughs> drama by being able to do comedy. So there's no, there's no, no brainer there. Yeah, so so that's why I picked my agent. Uh, his name is Gabe uh, Watkins over at Pakula King. Um, there. Let me ask you something. Did you take a lot of meetings? And I, from being more seasoned and having more confidence, did you know what questions to ask and what vibe to feel? How did you go away around picking who was going to work for you? Which I, is the only way to take your meetings. Right. 
Great question. Um, for me, uh, I had my manager pitch to some companies that he thought might be a good fit because for him, he has a lot more clients now that are a lot more successful. Like, Cause when we were all starting, we were all kind of in the same place like new. Yeah. Now some of his clients are just like skyrocketing yeah. and killing it. So like he was, he's not able to give as much time as he used to. That's fine. But you know, he has assistance and stuff. So it's not like I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, he, he, he set up some meetings with some companies that he thought might work for me. And one of the things that I told him was that, you know, I don't think I want to be with a big company. You know, I don't, I feel like for me, I know how I am. I would like to find a place that is still relatively good, but also somewhat of a boutique because I don't want to be paired against clients who are, are further ahead of, of their career and I'm just going to be forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't really want him to like submit me to any of like the big five or anything. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like for me that I will get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't want to get there too early and then be forgotten about and then... Yeah like lose my chances let me ask you this so you knew what type of agency you wanted to be in more boutique not to say that they're not a great agency which they are just boutique or big grandiose company so you knew so how did you make that final decision was it just the human the, the connection of the vibe with everybody what was it for me i i really enjoyed how with some of the companies they uh they kind of just treat you as though like you know you're kind of cattle it was like kind of weird they were still cool but it wasn't it didn't feel as you know homey as when I met with my current agent because like when I met them the receptionist was super nice like we were having conversations and I met the team and it just everything felt really felt really good and like when I was able to explain uh like the types of roles or suggested uh, other actors that um, play characters that I feel I could do as well. They were very receptive of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I found that in some of the meetings, I would ask questions, but it wasn't like they were very interested. It was more so they were just kind of trying to gauge me as I talk. Interesting. And you know what you can tell. Yeah tell that because we're sensitive people mm-hmm. so the, the you know the synapses are all on the outside you know? yeah yeah so there was there's a couple of companies too that were just like emailed my manager right away and was like no it's not a right fit because for me it's like sometimes what I present myself with isn't necessarily what's up here mm-hmm sense you know so let me ask you this so when you get those rejection moments maybe you didn't even want them to be your agent anyway but it's still you know it stings a little bit it's a little bit of a little ping to the heart yeah with that you're just like okay next because that's my attitude when I tell all my actors I mean that's what you have to do is like I usually go in I try to go into meetings as that Mm -hmm. if something comes of it, great. If something doesn't, then it doesn't. But, you know, you just, just like an audition, you got to let it go. You just got to let it go. Let it go. You got to flow and let it go. One thousand percent. 
So yeah. you feel solid in your team. It's really about that connection because your manager mm-hmm. who you signed with, you didn't know what you were doing. Did you even no. know what you expect? No, you just met another human being who you bought with. Ah. Like had a vision. And what I really loved is that me and my manager had the same passion for like, and like hunger and drive to want to, like he wanted his clients to be as successful as his clients wanted to be successful. So it was just like a match made in heaven. (laughs) So lucky because people listen out there, sometimes it takes years to find the right team. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people will say no to you also for years. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you want to be with something and you, somebody and you can't. And then you make that, you keep training and you keep building that self-confidence in yourself and something happens because, you know, all actors go through that cycle, the actor's cycle, Mm -hmm. uh, where, you know, you work and then all of a sudden it stops. But then when you do that self-assessment all the time, that little bit of self-assessment, it changes again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I have a friend who finally got her first series regular and she's been here for 14 years. trust your journey trust your journey i love that message okay before we close out three positive things for mindset for everyone listening that they can do now during covid to stay in shape Uh, number one i would say go on walks Mm. They're, they're they sound so simple but they're very, very effective. Wear your mask, mm-hmm. on a walk, clear your head. Maybe just five minutes if you have it, 10 minutes. Maybe. It doesn't have to be long if you want it to be long. It's great, but take your walks. They're so great. I would also say um, have, have moments like, like check in with yourself. You know, for me, I don't necessarily have a journal anymore. I'm kind of crazy and will talk to myself in the mirror, but I'll like, check in and be like, are you okay? <laughs> I love it. Is it a, just, you know, even if you have to write it down, just like checking with yourself and with your feelings, because we are in a time where everything feels unknown mm. and it, it sometimes feels like it's not going to get better. And it sometimes feels like it is. So just remember to, breathe Mm. and to check in with yourself Mm. and you know reach out to people Mm. I feel like we're in a time where people forget because they're waiting for things to be over that it's like they're not realizing the trauma that we're going through like because for the world this is kind of a traumatic experience and people don't it is (laughs) People, people aren't really grasping like the the long-term effects of it so you know reach out to your friends remember to check in with them mm-hmm. you know it's okay to ask for help yeah we are in a we're in a hard time right now so it's okay to ask for help you know get outside remember to breathe check in with yourself and you know it's okay to be emotional sometimes there's days where I wake up and I'm just I just have to cry I have to cry it out sometimes but you know, you know what? It's so good to cry it out. It's yeah. so good. Yes. On the days where I feel like I'm a little disconnected, I take myself through an effective memory, which I teach in all the classes. Yes, they're great. Connected, and it makes you feel 
woo, that your heart got opened back up again. It's It's like like you put yourself through therapy. (laughs) (laughs) But it feels so good to get it, release it, you guys. Just release it, get out. Beautiful advice. Thank you so much. So good to see you. So good to see you too. So proud of you. And the happiness factor that you feel resonates through and that rocks. I love that. Everybody else, stay courteously aggressive. Go after your dreams. Do what he said. Take those walks and breathe. Thank you. Bye. Bye.